Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I discuss the legacy of none other than Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> oh god, I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Oh. Uh, the legacy, it's a rough one. <laughs> so the legacy is, man, it's hu- Look, I don't advocate for cheering when people die, Rem. Just as a rule. <laughs> but I've got Irish heritage, you know... Anyways, let's continue. Rem, we've got a podcast to do. Comedy and goofs. Are you ready for hey, those? I'm, I'm hyped. Uh, so, Rem, uh, turns out uh, your life is about to get very complicated. What? Uh, just in general. What because, the fuck does that mean? Well, Rem, you're the one who told me you're planning Oh, okay, okay. I am. I'm, uh, I've been in the process of, like, working on applying and stuff, and I've been in sort of limbo for uh, a month. But now I am, like, I'm properly moving in, like, the next week, so yeah, that's fine. Yeah, incredibly short notice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, be, wait, because unfortunately, that's how it it works uh, right now, where it's like, hey, there's a decent spot. You want it? You need it. You need to get it now, or you're fucked. And, uh, you know, God bless America. Yeah, no, it's 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 more than a little fucked. Uh, so with that in mind, Rem, uh, to save you some sanity... For the next couple of episodes, while we're getting you moved in, uh, I'm not going to give you any, like, super massive long uh, series, because I'm not that much of a dick. So, like, it's not going to be, like, another 10-episode romp into something. (laughs) I appreciate it. So, instead, uh, we're going to keep it nice and simple, uh, broad strokes. uh, So, I've gathered a handful of shows that uh, we could easily cover in three episodes, give or take, so that you can have all the time you need to prepare for that and not be too overly stressed but they still have enough to talk about that keeps things interesting and like conceptually uh so speaking of uh conceptual things uh hey rem how good are you at uh suspending your belief um yeah you know i'm decent i would say i i think that I, I'm I'm not a, a curmudgeon, despite my reputation. Not a curmudgeon, always just looking for faults and inconsistencies. I'm not gonna like cinema sins this bullshit, right? right? Like I can buy into it. I have my limits, as I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I'm like, okay, you're not even trying, or that's a piss poor attempt. Uh, but it, normally, I'm I'm willing to be brought in. Okay, so theoretically, if the uh main like core concept of the show is good you can usually get past, like, some of the real-world connotations of it and maybe be able to suspend your disbelief enough to get into the series and uh, judge it based on the series itself rather than its kind of strange concept initially. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Yep. So you're saying that's true? Sure. Okay, cool. Uh, Have you ever come across a situation where uh, the show conceptually on the get-go seems a bit rough uh, but once you start watching, it's like, okay, I can understand why uh, this is this is a rough experience. Uh, but now that I'm actually watching the show, I can actually kind of get behind it. It's just the initial trial period is a bit rough. 
Yeah. So you'd say so that's also I, true. Yeah, um, I'm, I am getting intimidated by uh, what the fuck you're going to throw at me. <laughs> why Why would you be intimidated, Rem? Well, you know, you're like, ah, right. Uh, would, would you say this? And it's all setting up to, it, I feel like a politician, right? right. Or like uh, uh, back in, in debate team where... They're asking questions, and I'm like, I don't know where this is going, but I feel like any answer I say is the wrong one. <laughs> you feel like you're being put on the stand. You've decided to uh, to uh, represent yourself. You know, you're <laughs> defending yourself, uh, as it were, on the... Yeah, I'm uh, just waiting for you to be like, well, interesting. But if we look at Exhibit A, you're going to hit me with, like, a this you, and it, it's going to come crumbling now. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't have anything quite like that, Rem. I just wanted to clarify... Uh, that these these two worlds are true in a lot of ways. You can have yeah. a uh, is if you have a fun and interesting concept, you can uh, suspend your disbelief enough to make a good story out of it and enjoy the time. And the opposite is true, where if this concept doesn't quite make sense to you at first, uh, you can watch a show and be like, oh, you know what? Okay, it's a bit weird, but now that I'm watching the show, I can properly enjoy it. And I hey, can- last week I immediately bought into guinea pig evol- evolving into cars. So. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, it's pretty far fetched that concept. So I figured that this would be a good follow up for that to ask you about, you know, the idea of suspending disbelief and being able to uh, examine a show for what it truly is. Um, And in anime realm, there are a lot of shows that start off with a uh, concept, right? A strong concept of what uh, the show is promising when you go in, whether it's like, ah, this is an isekai, but here's the twist or. Uh, here's a romance, and these are what make these two characters different type of thing, you know? Uh, yep. And a lot of times, uh, the unfortunately, the concept kind of gets tossed to the wayside, which is a bit unfortunate uh, in some cases. And in some cases, they ride the concept so hard that it is just, it gets tired and repetitive. Uh, we've experienced that multiple times over the years recording this podcast. Uh, so the question is, Rem, how does one react to an anime that, well, I'll be real with you, is confusing conceptually, and <laughs> also <laughs> not certain where they can go with from here. So it's the show we have for you today, Rem, is a mixture of, hey, they have a bold concept at the start, but also while still doing the whole concept, they kind of forget about the concept. And I don't know how that makes any sense. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use... A comparison. I don't know how you're gonna feel about it, okay. but uh, it, it's vaguely reminiscent of uh, way back when when we did Love Is War, right? Okay. And initially, I was like, "Oh, that's a fun concept," uh, and then it tried to do the concept, and I, I wasn't vibing with it. But then it m- basically moved away from the premise of the show, and I was like, "Oh, now it's actually better." Um, where things can just be like, "This is what we're doing," and then it will just decide actually. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah. I, I will say, uh, with Love is War, uh, as the show progresses, it's very good and very entertaining. And, like, the story elements in there. And the biggest thing you ha- issues you had with Love is War, if I remember correctly, because it stuck with me, was you wanted, like, permanency in, like, the consequences of, like, their little battles and fights. Well, yeah, uh, but and I also wanted, uh, like, I really liked the premise, but it only started getting good when it basically abandoned the premise. Which, it's positive that it was on an upswing, but a little disappointing that it had to uh, lose uh, that concept. 
But uh, yeah, that's, I think that happens a lot when shows are like, this is what we're going to do. And then they realize, oh, you know what actually would work better. Mm-hmm. So, Rem, uh, and enough beating around the bush. Let's just get straight into it. So today, uh, Rem, we're going to be talking about a, a show uh, from the fall 2022 season, uh, simply titled Fufu Ijo Koi Bito Miman. Any guesses on what that could translate to, Rem? My brother Bill owns a trailer park and he loves to party. <laughs> Weirdly, I think I would watch that anime. <laughs> Everyone loves to, to go visit Bill at his trailer park. He throws the best parties. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, unfortunately, you're a bit off. Uh, no, Rem, uh, the direct translation of this title uh, will tell you everything you need to know about this anime. Uh, simply put, the English translation of this title is more than a married couple, but not lovers. What? Oh, is that, is that confusing to you, Rem? <laughs> I, initially, I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, no. No, I don't. I actually do not understand. <laughs> if you had to guess what that could mean, what do you think it is the show is trying to get at with that title? Immediately, what I'm thinking is that they they get married, right? Okay. But it's for it's either like arranged marriage planned by family, or right. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry tax benefit nonsense. Uh, there's some it's like external benefits rather than marrying for love, right? Okay. And then they end up actually falling for each other. Okay. So, Reb, you are about, I would say, 90% correct. Hell yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Where do you think the 10% is? What do you think I is that little no, sticking point? Do they have, like, a kid together? No. Nope. Um, are... Hmm. Rem, I'll tell you this right now. I don't think you will ever guess it. <laughs> That's how wild this concept is. They... All right, here we go. They are married so that two separate nations can find peace. The two nations, of course, are, uh, are, are between some alien race with cosmic powers and humanity, which has built mechs. Is that just fucking Pacific Rim? <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. it. It's not. Well, I mean, there's no romance and fucking in Pacific Rim between the monsters and the robots, but I feel like there's enough fan fiction for there to be. Uh, <laughs> but no, Rem, uh... I will say, though, it's a pretty fucking alien concept. Uh, so, basically, simply put, uh, the story is about uh, these two third-year high school students, uh, Jiro Yakuin and Akari Watanabe, and uh, they uh, hate each other. Simply oh, put. okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. not a fan of each other. Uh, they just straight up do not get along. Um, however, uh, it is their third year, which means they have to take one of their uh, final graduating practical exams. Uh, because in this setting, the thing that makes the, the concept that they decided to go with for this show, Rem, is, hey, you know, you gotta do all your school stuff normally. That's That makes sense. You know, you gotta do your studying, you gotta uh, do your tests, you gotta do all that. But you do, everybody does get a practical exam as well, and they say it is the most important practical exam of uh, their lives and can really change everything and they could completely fail and have to repeat a year if they screw this up. Uh, and that practical exam, Rem, is simply titled the Marriage Practical, mm. where students have to go through a fake uh, marriage throughout the remainder of their third year 
Why? And are graded on the interactions. But why? <laughs> Rem? That sounds like a terrible here's the, idea. Here's the thing, Rem. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my best guess, my best guess is the kind of toxic perspective of, hey, population is low. We got to make sure these kids know how to have relationships, healthy relationships. And it's I like- mean, it, it's basically just preparing them for Utah college life. Oh, God. Oh, oh, fucks outside of Utah. Uh, fu- Sorry, did I just say fucks outside of Utah? <laughs> you fucks outside of Utah. You got no <laughs> You idea. fucks outside of Utah it, have no it, idea. You have no idea. It's very much go to, to college, uh, especially if it's going to be YU, meet a good uh, Mormon partner and say, hey, now that we've known each other for a whole month, will you marry me? Uh, and then they do it. That happens all the time. It is oh, not. It, it is constant. <laughs> Fucking constant in this state. Now, everybody in the rest of the world will be like, what? That that, that can't be real. And hey, I mean, we... there's some uh, staunch evangelical communities. By the way, yeah, you, like it's the, yeah, it's, it, oof, it's bad. Uh, it's very it's... bad. Uh, it, it does seem like that, but here's the thing, Rem, it's like, this is the whole show. The whole show is, as you might expect, uh, everybody gets randomly paired into their uh, groups, and these two people who absolutely hate each other, and it seems like it's known to the general public that they hate each other, are forced to be stuck in this marriage practical Why together. would you force them? Why wouldn't you let them choose? Ah, but then, Rem, we wouldn't have a story. <laughs> all right, all right, well, this is... Let's... <laughs> See what I mean when I say, hey, good, how good are you at suspending disbelief? This is going to be a clusterfuck, but you know, I, I am curious. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. It's just so weird in terms of, like, concept that, so, first of all, the world had to decide this was a good idea. And second of all, man, does it not like the idea of same-sex couples based on the premise. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that that's a given. Uh, th- thanks, Japan. Yeah. Man, two steps forward, one step back, am I right? Oh, boy. So without further ado, Rem, I think we should just go straight into it. Let's go watch three episodes of More Than a Married Couple, But Not Lovers. First of all, it would have made me very horny because I was being 14. I'm sorry for liking triangles. Sean, I do have a degree in psychology, so I can assure you that this is how the pros do it. And we are back after watching three whole episodes of Fu Fu Ijo Koibito Miman, a more than a married couple, but not lovers. Now, Remington, be honest with me. Did this show have any uh, legs to stand on, or was it a pointless, confusing mess from the get-go? Sean? Yeah, what's up, bud? (laughs) I... It's been a while since an anime has confused me this much, and not for the reasons you may think. Hmm. I can't wait to hear, because I'll tell you right now, Rem, I watched it myself, and I was pretty confused, too. <laughs> uh, so, we we open up, right, um, and the, the first thing I notice about the show is that it is gorgeous. It is super pretty. It, it's got a, a pretty well-defined style, and it's very colorful, and in, in kind of like an like an indie nostalgic kind of way. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're like it um it's vaguely reminiscent of the uh, bubbles up like soda pop. Right. It's got a lot of 
uh, various colors with lots of contrast points, but it's a very like light and bubbly looking show. Al- yeah, also makes and- uses of a lot of like manga style filters, just like in the background and corners as well. Which I feel like it's an inherently yeah like indie nostalgic style. It feels like it, it feels like someone who cares a lot but doesn't have a lot of budget, and they're they're making it work still mm-hmm. in this really interesting way, right? Um, but but here's the thing, Sean. Yeah. I don't know how much of my feedback is genuine or how much of it is just based on just that art style. <laughs> oh wait, so you're telling me that the art, the art and animation style of the show is clouding your judgment? <laughs> I have some surprisingly flattering things to say about the show in places and other times definitely not uh but i don't know if those flattering things are true or if just the way the show presents itself is making me say these things (laughs) ram i've never known you to be taken by a pretty face before Usually it takes a bit more than that. Like, I could show you something gorgeous, and then the second, like, a little bit of weird water shows up, you're like, ah, this is fucking bullshit. (laughs) I can't watch this trash. This ain't nothing to write home about. Well, hey, uh, you know, thank goodness there's there's not a bit of weird water in this show. Otherwise, maybe it would have broken the <laughs> illusion. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes. I mean, there's there's like in the first episode, I'm pretty sure there's like a bit of catch up animation that didn't like automatically set up your weird uh, water. <laughs> uh, no, because if anything, that that just felt more indie. <laughs> ah, I see. I see. Like water, that's mainstream, but ketchup, you know, ketchup in the shape of a heart that says love. Ooh. Spicy. <laughs> and that is not the first time a pale ginger Irishman has said ketchup is spicy. So let's oh, uh, fuck. So maybe we maybe we can dissect this room. Maybe we can break it down. Maybe we can figure out uh the thick of things. So I think what my brain is telling me okay. is that this is a very trashy anime. <laughs> uh oh, Rem. Rem, I could have told you that from the get-go. <laughs> Rem, like... it opens up and it's like the, the, the cover is all nice and pretty and it's like oh maybe it's not going to just be some super trashy nonsense clearly it's made by people who care but I don't think that's true I think it's just trashy <laughs> but what? then I as we will get to have some opinions about it but I don't think those opinions are true well Rem I will uh, put some things in perspective <laughs> for you uh, the studio that made this one is a studio we've never covered before. <laughs> um, and that's not because, like, you know, I have a particular anything particularly against this studio or anything like that. No, it's because it's a relatively new studio that only started existing in May of 2019. Uh, it's a studio <laughs> called Studio Mother. <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. Uh, and it has uh, three titles to its name, and this is the third one. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, like this is the this is the most recent one. Uh the first one that it had was I have no idea what that is. It looks like some weird space opera bullshit. Doesn't mean anything to me. And the other one is one that we got a lot of recommend uh recommendations to view because some people think it's really good and the other a bunch of people are like, hey, this is some premium trash, and we want to see what Remington thinks about premium this premium trash. So it's like it could go. Anyway, but without a doubt, Rem, 
based on their lexicon, they do excel at trash. <laughs> All right, well, let, let, let's continue and get to my conflicted feelings. All right. Uh, so we, we meet our protagonist uh, and his, his nerdy friend. The protagonist is Jiro. His nerdy friend does not matter. To my understanding in the marriage practical, his nerdy friend is with a video game girl. <laughs> um, because, yeah. haha, what a fucking nerd. Yeah. I, which also, but like, <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like that breaks everything, but don't worry about it. Rem, Rem uh, remember when I opened this episode being like, so hey, you know, how far can you suspend your uh, disbelief of reality? I wasn't kidding, man. Like, you gotta... You gotta be willing to do some, like, very strong uh, suspension of disbelief. <laughs> the, the, the show is just like, ah, well, uh, we have an odd number of students, uh, or, or, like, uneven boys and girls, so uh, someone is getting the visual novel <laughs> as their marriage practical. Who better than this awkward otaku? <laughs> uh, we're really just setting them up to fail. Uh, but, uh, so we, we meet them, right? Fortunately, I, I don't really... The, the show doesn't give a shit about the best friend, so why should I? <laughs> uh, we also... I, I will meet... say, I the fun thing about uh, my anime list at times is that uh, people will uh, make little separate pages for individual characters. Uh, I pulled up uh, his page, uh, Sadaharu Kamo, uh, and the only thing written for him are his voice actors, and his description is uh, Jiro's best friend. Yeah, that's, that's all the show cares about. <laughs> that's all the show um, cares about. The the show doesn't give him a, really anything to work with. He's not even proper comedic relief like you would think he might be, considering in the marriage practical he's with an AI girl, right? You'd think that, oh, that's ripe for comedy. The show doesn't really use that opportunity, which is odd. Uh so uh we we meet them. We also meet Akari, who is uh the 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 popular, fashionable pink girl, and she is, ends up getting paired with Jiro for the marriage practical. Uh, we also meet Jiro's first love, uh, who's is uh Shiori and Shiori. They've been and uh, Shiori and Jiro. They've been childhood friends, right? Um, and both of them have crushes on each other, but it's an unspoken thing. And it also, within the tradition of these shows, you know for a fact that Shiori doesn't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say, I feel, and, and this is one of those opinions I don't know if I believe, but I, but I feel. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the love triangle elements in this show are done better than most bullshit anime we've seen. Um, though that's also a horribly low bar. That is, like, it doesn't take much to do that. Uh, essentially, I had a moment of doubt before being like, no, it's definitely Akari. Right? Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, like, a singular moment was all you needed. <laughs> that is that is much more than any other anime gives me in these circumstances. Yeah, unfortunately, like, there are, like, examples to the counterpoint, but generally speaking, if a love interest happens to be a childhood best friend, Unfortunately, you kind of have to discount them immediately unless evidence is strongly proven otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's it, it it's a it's above average uh love triangle. Uh, not necessarily great, however. No. So we 
we meet everybody. We see that Akari and Jiro end up together. Uh, Shiori and popular Pretty Boy end up together. And of course, Pretty Boy is who Akari wants. So uh, a little, little bit, a uh, little bit Shakespearean. You know, all, all we need is a donkey. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like poor Sadaharu kind of makes up for the lack of a donkey. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Because right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I look, I I looked at, I tried pulling him up on like, I guess there's a bare bones wiki. Uh, it doesn't I mention didn't... who his marriage partner is, so I don't know if he ever actually has one. Uh, so, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will binge the manga for this just to find out the the end point, As, the end point of everything aside from the main two characters, because we already know what that how that's gonna go. But like, oh, of course. It's it's very much a Johnny Bravo. I'm sick of, but curious type of situation. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, so uh, this this first episode, it's basically Jiro being very worried about Shiori and uh, Tenjin, who's the pretty boy. Uh, him and Akari initially fucking shit up as a married couple, but then getting better at it. And by the end of episode one, they start falling for each other, of course. Um, Shori and Jiro continue to be pretty close. Um, and we also learned that part of the lore is that if you, if you, basically, if you get a high ranking grade for the month of the marriage practical, then you could potentially switch partners with other high ranking grades for the month. W why? I don't, because they needed to add some conceit of him possibly getting with his childhood friend, I guess. And also give them motivation to work together. Yeah, it, it's a little bit... Hey, Rem, it's suspend a your disbelief. Suspend it. <laughs> Just take it, go to a bridge, and suspend it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, episode two. Uh, oh, and I should also note that this whole, like, premise is... Obviously, if it wasn't blatantly apparent already, a weeb's... Wet dream. Oi, uh, <laughs> oi, do not put me in the same camp as other people like that. All right, for for all the horny teenage or young adult weebs out there who struggle to date the women they want to, the idea of being trapped in a house with a hot girl who has to pretend she likes you and then actually starts liking you, uh, that's that's what they all want. That doesn't paint us in a very good light, does it? <laughs> but am I wrong, though? <laughs> no, I mean, it is a very specific flavor of wish fulfillment, isn't it? <laughs> yes, and I think it's it feels very specific, and yet it also feels like everything a weeb would ever want. Uh, so, episode two, uh, we, we get some... It, it's essentially, oh, how does he feel about Shiori? How does he feel about Akari? Uh... Etc. Etc. There, there's just a lot, a lot of that in this one. Jiro gets sick, and Shiori takes care of him. But she brings things that Akari got for her. Uh, Akari and him watch some spooky things, and then the lights turn out, and things get really, really horny. <laughs> this is a wildly horny anime, like insanely so. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's which. Of course, it's trash. What else would you expect? It's got to be horny. Like this is this is the premium trash people are looking for is what you're saying. Uh oh, yes, yes. Uh let, let me put it this way. When it comes to weeb wish fulfillment, I think this might be kind of the cream of the crop. <laughs> I I feel like we we might have reached 
weeb apex in their desires and wants. Oh no! Well, yeah, th- this so, is this is the peak, huh? <laughs> this is I uh, for better and for worse. Yes. Ooh, that's that's unfortunate. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could do better. <laughs> I think we can do better. Yeah, I know you you think that, but uh. <laughs> so, uh, episode three finally. Uh, episode three. Uh, see, uh, there's a lot that is happening in each episode. Is also the problem. Uh. It's not necessarily too much, but it is a lot. But that also, I'm like, if it's pure trash, why do they feel the need to actually have stuff happen? Like, they <laughs> they do try for an actual plot amidst all this. Mm-hmm. A somewhat convoluted and poorly explained plot in some places, but... That's still a plot. The show, yeah, the show is putting thought and effort into it. So I can't say that it's just trashy. I can't say that... Uh, the show is devoid of any substance, uh, but it's it's like parts of me are like, oh, you know, there's some moments that I actually feel I actually feel genuine sympathy with these characters, and then I'm like, is that because of the writing or is it just because of the art style? Because it could just be because of that art style once again, uh, where I'm like, ah, yes, indie bullshit time to feel feelings right they could just be that <laughs> i don't know you're getting caught up oh man they're like it's so pretty i must have to feel something i feel like that's a weird like interpretation of the power of visual media weirdly because like i think if i would have seen this when i was like 14 first of all it would have made me very horny because i was <laughs> be 14 <laughs> But second of all, second of all, I think it might have made me cry. Oh, no, Ram. That's an odd little pairing there. Yeah, that, like, man, like, crying whilst being horny, like, that, that's normal for me as an adult. But, like, when you're a young child, like, that's a bit different, you know? You shouldn't, oh, you shouldn't be having those kinds of conflicting feelings. It should be straightforward, I feel. Oh, man. Uh, so, in, uh, in, in episode three, uh, the, the big sort of conflict, like, things are going very well between Jiro and Akari, um, but then Akari is like, hey, fuck me. And Jiro's like, whoa, <laughs> there, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and, and he, he puts the brakes on that, right? Uh, and they decide, oh, okay. Uh, Akari is basically like, well, if you won't fuck me, then I guess there's no point in this whole exercise. <laughs> the nuclear option. <laughs> um, which the, the school talks about like, hey, don't fuck each other. But then they don't give a shit. They're like, ah, you have separate bedrooms. Do you think that's gonna... <laughs> No. That's gonna stop no. a bunch of horny teens, a bunch of horny high schoolers. I mean, I don't. It, the The system was flawed to begin with, hence why you have to suspend that fucking disbelief, my guy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel I feel like the school should be investigated. Oh, I feel like the school 100%, wants them to fuck. A hunch? Are you fucking kidding me, Rem? This school should be fucking raised to the ground. Are you kidding me? It, like, they're, 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 there's cameras in each unit, and I'm like, we're just watching, and it's like, 
yeah, no, the, the school's in the wrong school. Mm. There's some shady shit going on here, all right? Like, some rich magnate made the school and is hiding the fact that it is a horny nightmare. And it's like paying all the parents hush money to keep them quiet, and the kids just do not know better. That That's, you know, alternate title. Uh, the the wacky adventures of Epstein University. Oh, it's God! just it's no. <laughs> oh God! A hell of a creative choice. Oh fuck! I don't know if we can keep that. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh no! Uh, so, <laughs> so um, a- after after that, Akari just decides. Okay, we're not gonna do anything, lovey dovey. Then we're not even gonna pretend. Uh, and they tank their score, and the the sad irony is that then Shiori and Tenjin, they get into the A rank soon after, but now Jiro and Akari are down in E. Ah, shucks, so they can't switch like they wanted to. Um, Jiro has a realization that Akari is a virgin, um, uh, which is like this huge revelation for him, and, and a very like important thing, because it's like, basically everybody assumes that Akari is... Uh, a quote-unquote slut who's been with all the guys. Yeah, it's, uh, but the, actually, it's the Gyaru stereotype. Yeah, but actually she has not been with any guys. Uh, and so she's actually very nervous about all of that, which is like a nice humanizing element. Uh, it's not an original beat by any means. Oh, no, it is. But... Like, if you have a Gyaru in a manga or anime, it's a, it's a coin flip whether or not that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, in, in some manga... It is 100% true and accurate, and you're not. And the goal is to not belittle them for it because obviously you shouldn't. Uh, but the other half of the coin is like it's just like that. It's like oh, it's everybody's perception of them. And it's like, but actually they are just a little cinnamon bun that need to be protected. Like it's, yeah, but also I I feel like that dichotomy is just harmful generally oh yeah. speaking. Oh yeah, 100%. Of, all right, either you're a devilish harlot who has been with all of the gentlemen. Uh, or it's like, ah, uh, you are you are so pure. You must be protected, for you are not capable of walking this earth by yourself. Uh, ah! Or how about they're humans? Yeah. Uh, d- d- stop being so weird about it. And oh, yeah. stop trying to find these, like, very broad narratives that hinge exclusively on how many people they've had sex with. Uh, it feels like that. It's very bad, which is why, uh, the better written manga, as soon as, like, that trope is exhausted, they immediately, you know, focus more on developing them as, uh, characters and people, which is great. Yeah, and I, I just feel like, generally speaking, like, it's, it's just too, too black and white, and anime has always been god-awful at that whole concept of depicting sexuality and sexual purity uh in any decent way whatsoever uh it's it's rough out there anime isn't good at depicting like hey i'm just a person regardless it very much feels the need to emphasize things one way or the other as we've seen many many times i mean these days better stories are being written to be fair but uh by and large you probably shouldn't get all of your lessons on sexuality from anime. That's probably a bad call. Take it from me. You know, professional weep here. Uh, you know, do research other ways, guys. Trust me. Trust me on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, 
but by the end, they make amends, and uh, they're like, all right, we will try, but Akari wants more. She wants a deep emotional relationship. Uh, and, and so there we go. That is, generally speaking, th those three episodes, uh, which it was wildly trashy, and it didn't quite get to the point where it's like, like of domestic girlfriend where it's like a guilty pleasure well done right uh but the the art style genuinely had me a few moments being like i don't know like it made <laughs> me more sympathetic towards the characters than thinking about it i should be oh yeah no like buddy in black and white on paper this is probably not like it's probably not as credible as you think in your art if anything this is more uh credit to the vas and studio mother specifically for... I will say, like, alright, so I, I think generally the voice acting seemed pretty decent. Uh, I think, obviously, I've, I've talked about it enough, I really liked the art style. Mm -hmm. uh, this kind of thing, I vibe with hardcore. Um, I, I think the characters are fine. Not great. Uh, they're decent tropes, but that's about it. Uh, Jiro, even then, I, the only character that's really an interesting character is Akari. Right. J Jiro is pretty bland. He has some, a little bit of character to him, to his credit. Uh, he's a little bit more human than many bland bitch protagonists, but he's still a bland bitch protagonist. Uh, also, Shiori, the girl next door, childhood friend, she also is bland as fuck. Uh, so, <laughs> really, uh, Akari is the only interesting point in this show. But then, it gets real weird every time... The show is like, hey, you want a panty shot? And I'm like, I'd rather not. Thank you. And it's like, here's plenty of them. And I'm like, I, you know, I feel like you're not listening. <laughs> what was that? You want another gratuitous uh, underwear shot? Sure thing, buddy. Right. Coming right up. <laughs> and it's like, ah, hmm. I feel like what I wanted to get from the first, like, 10 seconds of the show when it give no, I, other than like there's a little prelude, uh, blah blah blah. But after that, once we get into the title sequence, we see the city and everything. Uh, that is making a lot of promises that I don't think the show as a whole <laughs> can live up to. It's writing checks I can't cash, is what you're saying. <laughs> very much, very much. <laughs> oh goodness, it is very much. Uh... <laughs> It is very much quite the enigma for you, and I I wasn't expecting it to be quite this level of enigma for you, my guy. <laughs> I also wasn't. Uh, and once again, I'm not 100% sure why, so I can only assume that it's it's the art style that got me. It's very pretty trash, and for some reason that's speaking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I just pulled up a couple different manga panels, and it's like, oh yeah, this looks like every other romance i've seen for a hot minute i mean it's got some decent character design and like some decent paneling but it's but like you know the craziest thing rated 9.3 on mal so you know <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh god uh i will say i can't actually tell you what the manga is rated just straight up uh, did you know that uh, there were manga ratings as well i feel like i did but i would have never thought of it yeah way less people use mal for rating manga uh, like, only 12,000 people have rated this one, and, uh, oh, Jesus, yeah, apparently it's still ongoing, the manga, and only has, like, 58 chapters, which is insane. That's really quick for an anime adaptation to come out, if there's only 58 chapters. So it must be doing really well over there. 
but it's sitting at 7.74 on uh, the manga side of mal for that, with 12,000 ratings. So, apparently a lot of people like it, I guess. Uh, but the, yeah. the anime itself uh, is a different story, as you might imagine. So, Rem, uh, if you had to guess, what do you think the mal score for uh, the anime is? I don't know, man. It fucked me up. Uh, but it is... Alright, it's Weep Wish Fulfillment done well relative to Weeb Wish Fulfillment. Right. <laughs> that has a decent art style. I think it's going to be like a somewhat obnoxiously high, like 7.7. 7.7. Well, Rem, with 105,000 ratings, so a decent amount of people watch this show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more Than a Married Couple, But Not Lovers, is sitting nice and pretty at 7.60. Ah, so close. All right, I was one off, one off. Yeah, no, one, one it, off rather. It is very much, it is very much your interpretation. Most of the reviews for this show, Rem, are talking about how this is a trashy show, but they can't really look away, and not in the same like dumpster fire uh, way that domestic girlfriend uh, hits you with, but more in like a a casual like oil barrel fire type of curiosity. I would say, <laughs> I I will like the show. It has its charm. Um. Once again, largely from the art style, but it has its charm. That being said, I don't think it has the true humanity combined with that trashiness that a domestic girlfriend had, right. uh, which, you know, still, it is still probably number one on the list of most surprising things Remington enjoys. Yeah, no. Like, I don't think anybody, when they started listening to this podcast, would have predicted that domestic girlfriend would be a positive review from you. I certainly didn't. No, I, I mean, like... And and this, <laughs> like, make make no bones about it. This is not in the same category. This is not... Wow, that captured a surprising level of humanity and nuance. That's not this show. That is not... <laughs> <laughs> no, the, no. The, the, this show is, is just... Oh, okay, that's trashy. But I guess it's, like, vaguely more watchable than most trash... But also, it's still trash, so I probably don't want to watch any more of it. But if it shows up, you're probably going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, if, if for some reason it was just like an episode turned on on my computer or whatever, right? Uh, I, I just have a virus that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that plays random anime at random times. Which is my go-to excuse anytime Sean walks into my room and an anime is playing, and I'm like, oh no, Sean, it's a virus! <laughs> Especially when it's one of those very sussy anime, right? <laughs> it's a virus, Sean, you don't understand! <laughs> um, Are you winning, son? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, like, yeah, I guess I, I, I might watch an episode through, uh, but I, I don't know if I could, like, take active steps to go in and watch, to watch this. it, yeah. Uh, so I suppose that I that kind of leaves the final question pretty well answered. Of did you want to watch more uh, than more of more than a married couple, but not lovers? If you are watching it and I happen to be over, then I'll finish whatever episode you're watching with you. Um, but other than that, yeah, probably not. It's no. <laughs> it's this is hardcore trash. Oh, it's hardcore trash, and we all agree that the people in charge of this school should be in jail. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, a thousand percent. We want to make that perfectly clear. Uh, but with that in mind, I suppose that's where we call it. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciated it. 
If you enjoy Rem being confused by pretty colors, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, uh, where you can watch myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games very poorly. Uh, yep, that's where we'll be, despite all the uh, unfortunate things going... L- look, Amazon sucks. I'll say it right now. Amazon sucks. Uh, <laughs> come at me, Amazon. Actually, don't. I'm very poor. Um... <laughs> But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are, are trapping us in a house with them where we cannot leave and blacks out way too much. And on that list, we have Drunk Quetzalcoatl for Anime Out of Context Mascot, says Miska Miska, earnest, earnestly expecting praise and a reward. Zombie Stomp, Xanax, Yandere Neko, wondering who has a bigger sword, Remington or Kirito. Why Shon, why Sean? Weekly haiku about Sean. Hate or love, Judy or Adam Sandler? How will he choose? <laughs> I, I hate it here. I, can I go home? I want to go home. <laughs> Uh, walk me home gently, totally God's angel, Titan CNH. The villain behind glasses agrees that Remington is best Sundere, and Natsugo wants all his panties. The Susanator, the penis mightier than the sword, that man is so dumb he could fall into a barrel of tits and still come out sucking his own thumb. Turban, take your damn money, Remington, from Celestial Fox. Uh, Tainted Venom, Syrup the Turtle, Spicitis. So when I get cloned, I get a personality. When they clone people, the clones don't receive any, says Miska on the Eva Deep Dive. So when are we watching JoJo's Part 3 so Rem can appreciate the White Sword's guards? So, Sean, what was in that cup of doom that was definitely not piss? Uh, Silent Secondary, show Remington Evangelion already for charity. Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean, put the Adam Sandler massage cylinder down. Seth Senju, Sugoi Takai, that's what she said. Salty Pretzel, Ross Palmer, Rob-a-lob-dop. Rhiannon Williams, Remington loves big anime mommy milkers. Rem loves the big hole! Raw XD, that's I love you in Dinosaur. Pacoel Musico, other McNutt wants people to know that Sean opposes democracy. No waifu, no laifu, no one will ever write me a love song where he's Miska as she frantically searches for a rhyme for Misaka. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, relatable. My name's Remington, brother. I, I feel you. Uh, Mine's, pretty Mine's pretty easy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean, that's, that's, that's so easy. There aren't any love uh, songs I know of, but like, it, it wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be hard. <laughs> Uh, Nitsaira, Nick Harvey, Neon Huvo Genesis, my name is Remington, I'm always right, I'm the podcast messiah and angel, and yes, I judge you for your tastes. My lawyer has advised me to get my finances in order, goodbye guys. Mikaika 7 Hierto, leave Denji and Pachita out of harm's way, Sean, Lance 0325, Kylo, Crystal Vigu, Keegan Talbot, Cassidy, Karma Chaos, Joshua Dinosaur, Jax, Janine, Jamhands, it's Sean, not Sean or Sean, it is me, Mr. Referee. If Hermione pegs Harry and Ron, who pegs Rem and Sean? I mean, we, we uh, no, Dylan I... is here, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think we pay him for? It, we certainly don't pay him for editing. Uh, oh, if... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> editing is, is just a hobby of his. <laughs> Uh, if Harvey was in the Evangelion universe, either all hell would break loose or Shinji wouldn't need to get the, into the robot. I turned 21 on April 2nd and have no clue how to celebrate. Should I go to the zoo with a few friends? Hell yeah. Uh, I spent $3,500 on a PC so I can look at femboys and play Minecraft in the prettiest way possible. I, Remington, will ruin Darling in the Franks for encrypted cryptid. 
Uh, I, Remington Chase, would like to thank you, Sean, for our wonderful years of anime reviews and friendship. Oh, someone's just forcing me to be earnest. <laughs> wow, that that's a first. <laughs> How wholesome. Like, uh, uh, usually it's, like, something cursed or painful or Yeah, but you know, hey, sometimes it's just wholesome. Sometimes it's just wholesome. Well, thank you. I don't know what to put here. Hunter Tane, Hunter Davies. Hey, don't cough in my butt. Hey, Sean, say this. Aiden <laughs> Kristani, a good anime idea part two. Naito Takayama is an ordinary high school boy who dreams of a future working for top-rated Japanese... And then it cuts off, so we, we don't get the full idea, unfortunately. Going down on Sean's grandma. Nomeo Juliet is my favorite anime. Glenn Michael Dolan. Farmer Weep has turned 40. What should he do for the next 10 years? Uh, exclusively listen to this podcast. Uh, Fantide. F-bomb. Dylan Hayden. Drink angel milk to prevent wobbly bones. Not a conspiracy. Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Uh, once upon a time, the world wasn't. Uh, Creed 13, Country Fried Goth, Cheese Monkey, Cameron Ashworth. Rock Hard for Jew Dude says Kronk was my sexual awakening to himbos. Brie loves cheese. Brennan's grandma gave me chlamydia. Get checked, Rem. Black Star, Big Blue Bear Boy. Awkward lesbian who just needs a hug. Angle Angel Angle Angel. Andrew Sinclair. Am I alive or am I dead? What? But what does it mean to live and die? Are we but capybara trapped in this big hole? <laughs> 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 uh, Elise Howard, uh, Alpha Angel, All Hail Lord Helix, AJ Tunnel, shh, be very, very quiet, I'm hunting MILF hunters. <laughs> Pardon? Uh, they, they're hunting MILF hunters, Sean, so you, you, you best be careful out there. Uh, AJ Honey, a days, Aaron Hegland, I dropped off for six months, at least the name I left here wasn't too weird, thanks for reading it over and over again. Uh, calculator boobies, and just, uh, just a period, just a dot. Uh, <laughs> next we move on to our boy wizard tier, where, uh, I will be randomly matching the, the boy wizards for their marriage practicals. Oh, oh, I don't, I, <laughs> hmm, I don't, I don't know about that rep. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, hmm, uh, hmm, that's, it's probably fine. It's probably uh, hey hey Dylan if it, if you feel it's not fine uh I'm sorry uh you're gonna have to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> uh so warning you're 799 episodes away uh you uh, get the next one in order Vincent Calabrese I did randomize it it just worked out that way. Huh. Uh the fitness grand pacer test is a multi stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as a continued student. Uh you are going to get matched with uh Crimson Reapers. Uh, just because of the scythes. The Canadian anime stoner, uh, you are uh, partnered with Elden Ring Samurai, takes Stormvale Castle, let's go! Uh, a much better let's go than Rem, my dog just died, let's go. Yeah, m much better. <laughs> uh, the Brown Mamba is back after being abducted to Leighton for two years. Uh, you are partnered with All Father Awaits Redemption in the Eyes of the Lord, 30 weeks left. Uh, Shmeris, you get Massimo Martelli. Uh, Sean, show Rem Nyankoi, a cute slice of life with lots of cute cats. You get Beethoven 1201. Rose Scop, you are partnered with Brian Audit. Uh, Robert Atchison, you get I Turn 40 in May. Any chance that you can review Healer Girl for my birthday? Uh, I, I wouldn't count on it, but you know, who knows? Maybe Sean will be generous. Uh, Rem wants Recky Bedtime Stories as Adam Sandler cuddles Sean in Judy Cosplay telling him jokes all night. Jesus fucking Christ. I crave death. I crave uh, death. Whoever's hunting milf hunters, take me, please, right now. <laughs> oh, thank you. How dare you? No, uh, not like that. <laughs> you get partnered with I'm Ramsey that Sean's grandma's an angel in bed. I can't hold it back anymore. 
Uh, Rem, can you show Sean Super Lovers for April Fools, which lands on Saturday? He will never forgive you for it. Uh, you get, uh, Joey, say this. Uh, Sean and Adam Sandler are cute together when they cuddle watching Adam Sandler's reruns. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I actually it's come so to good. think of it, this is the episode that's coming out on April Fool's, isn't it? Uh, it is, it is. So, you know, happy April Fool's, everybody. I mean, weirdly kind of fitting, because, like, truly, Rem, you are the fool in this situation, because you have no idea what to, you had no idea what to expect. Ah, uh, when you write, you write. Yeah. Uh, Patreon readings have gotten insane, changed my mind. Uh, you are partnered with, it should have been the other Nakano. And we don't need to change your mind. We believe it. <laughs> uh, okay, Sh Sean, real quick, before I forget, we're watching Clanded next week, right? Uh, you are going to get... Oh, I see. One second. Ah, my methods have failed me. You are going to get, uh, for the first 100 episodes, I thought this was a Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. Uh, Monogatari takes all the boxes of what Sean and Rem ever said they want in an anime this week's MILFs and Child Death. You are going to get paired with Miguel Dalion. Uh, Mike got his Overlord review. You are going to get paired with, uh, Latino wrote, How much does Sean love? His body pillows in Swedish. Oh, okay. He he loves them a lot. Uh, Hellorex, you get paired with half a head of lettuce. Go ahead, call the cops. It won't silence voices. They're getting louder. Please send help. You are going to get paired with Animated Z. Uh, Carver271, you are going to get paired with Drew, the magical OnlyFans assistant. Encrypted Milf, you get paired with the big hole. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, I think I got everybody, but I, it's a little bit fucky, so if I miss someone, hmm. special shout out to especially them. Sean, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sean, Sean will draw something for you no, if I missed you. No, do not promise um, that. Anything dude, you want. Do anything not, you want, no, but he will don't promise that. He, he will only use 60 <laughs> seconds to draw it, so the more ambitious, the worse it's gonna be. Rev, we run an anime podcast. I... Fairly certain the majority of our audience is either perpetually horny or the exact opposite. <laughs> Next we go to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, uh, where Sean, as Joey Wheeler, will give you something trashy. And <laughs> I, as Joey Wheeler, will tell you what he means by that gift. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Santa Claus, this week's fucked. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm moving, y'all. I can't mentally prepare. Uh, your eyes look like guacamole. I'm hungry. Okay, hold on. Let me pull up some trashy things. Because uh, the only thing that come up when I thought of trash was various anime, and that's just going to get me in trouble. Um, uh, just pull up your second tab, Sean. There's plenty there. Fucking harsh, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like how I Google trashy things, and one of the first options is trashy lingerie, and I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't. Uh, Twenty-one trashy things people try to sell online, like it's totally normal. Uh, cool. This will be helpful. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, you know what? You're uh, you're gonna get a Walmart Greta vest. Here you go. <laughs> Get to working, you scrub. Uh, next up, we got Raftali is my anime wife who has returned. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're gonna get a... Jesus. A SWAT battering ram that was left behind after the SWAT team showed up. <laughs> <laughs> you you got some... Hey, look. You got some good infrastructure right there, right? <laughs> they, if they can't even break it down, you're doing good. Uh, I like cute girls doing cute things, especially when Ray turns everyone on Earth into sentient soup. 
<laughs> uh, you get a free coupon to kick a guy's ass to impress your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, now you hire him, and uh, he'll let you beat the shit out of him, and your girlfriend will be impressed, probably, according to this ad. <laughs> You're desperate, and I don't think this is going to be the way to fix your relationship. <laughs> uh, Hermione pegs Harry and Ron. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't... Now, I'm just confused by this list, man. I'm, I'm just confused. Uh, alright, here you go. Uh, you know what? Here is an old tennis ball that has some kind of plant growing out of it. Hey, yeah. What? Fucking, uh, no, I, I mean, shit, here it is. I'm as confused as you are. Who knows what that means? $50. Really? <laughs> It's, oh, it's a rare plant. Oh, I mean, there's nothing rarer than a plant that grows from a tennis ball. Have you ever seen a plant grow from a tennis ball? I didn't fucking think so. <laughs> Fifty dollars uh, right now. That's a plant, my dear old mum. Uh, uh, you know what? Here's a coupon for a guy to come and uh, make your funeral something special. Got a range of price options from normal crying all the way up to crying and actually jumping into the grave. Uh, hey, if you want somebody special there for your funeral, there you go. Bob's your uncle. You, you gotta have a good farewell, you know? Yeah. Last but not least, we got Bledsoe can't wait for the 10-year anniversary when Sean takes Rem to Maury's show to see if he's Samantha's dad. Uh, how about a dollhouse made out of a hollowed-out deer? That means you have mental problems. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, no, thank you all for tuning is. in. If you want... <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's if pretty fucking bad, out. isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. It's way more fucked than I thought it was going to be. Um, if you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, uh, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConBot on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. This is some real cursed shit. Uh, thanks, BuzzFeed. Uh, <laughs> once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always... Uh, don't fuck your sister. Let's be honest, I needed to be punched in the face a couple times. And it did have an effect. I definitely, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Dylan is super pretty, y'all. What do you think we pay him for? We certainly don't pay him for editing. He is a bad boy, but he's a good boy, but he's a bad boy, but he's a good boy, but he's a horny boy, actually, right? Uh, hey, Rem, how good are you at, uh, fucking... Well, Sean, I am a harlot with a very large... But I'm not good at fucking.